Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Todd Coconado show, which is The Remnant. I'm so glad that you're here. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, however you found us, whether you're watching us in video format or listening to the podcast, I'm just so grateful that you're here and you're part of The Remnant Warriors. And, uh, you know, I know this week we're going through uh, a heart-wrenching um, visual of seeing President Trump put on uh, trial again, impeachment 2.0. And many people are very upset about this today. And I'm not going to dwell on that too much because what I believe, and I will speak to you, uh, my, my opinion on this, but I don't think that this is going to end up uh, in the favor of the Democrats. I don't think that they're going to get what they want here. I believe that the president will prevail uh, despite the uh, show trial that it is. I think that he will come out on top again and that uh, those that are meaning this for you know evil and for their intentions, it will be turned around for God's glory. That's what we're praying and believing. Uh, very, very sad that the president, probably one of the best presidents of our lifetime, has to endure this again. This man has been through hell and back. He's gone through so much as a president. And here he is again going through this after, right after uh, these wicked people tried to steal the election from us, from the American people, from the 80 million plus people that voted for Donald J. Trump for a second term. And now uh, they, they actually are going to another level and, and making us watch uh, our president be put on trial again. It kind of reminds me, and I'm not trying to make an, a, uh, you know, a comparison here because it's not the same. Obviously, Jesus is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords who sits on the throne. But you, you can only imagine what they would put Jesus through today uh, if he had decided to come uh, into the, the world in the flesh in this time period. We would have definitely done the same thing, crucified him in a different way, uh, but still probably the same. Um, so nothing really has changed since uh, the time when Jesus was here on the earth in the flesh, um, fully God and fully man. Because look what they put a man like Donald Trump. Now, again, I'm not comparing them. They're, they're not even comparable. Obviously, Donald Trump is a man with many flaws and different things, even though I love him and I support him. Uh, but Jesus Christ is perfect. He's God. So no comparison. But the the comparison I make is, is that look what they're putting a man that tried to stand for truth, that tried to expose the corruption, that tried to uh, make America great again, that tried to bring back jobs and manufacturing, all the different things that he's tried to do. And he had many, many accomplishments, many different things. And instead of rewarding him for being a great patriot, uh, they want to basically put him on trial and they'd love to see a conviction if they could get it, uh, but they won't, they won't get it. And uh, I'm speaking that out in faith, and I'm speaking that out, which I believe is the truth, that they will not prevail in this attack. But what this is, is they're not putting Donald Trump on trial, ladies and gentlemen. They're putting us on trial because they want to show all the 80 million people that supported Donald Trump that they are also in power. So they want to show us, hey, look, we're in power. We, you know, we have the power to put your, your big, uh, you know, the, the figurehead of the movement um, in, on a trial. He's not in power. That's what this whole thing is about, is showing us, you know, that they're in power, that they're in control, that the deep state is still in control of the world and the globalists, and that they're going to continue to push their agenda. And so this is a big power uh, show is what this is. This is them trying to show us that they are, they're dominating us. They want to put fear in our hearts. And that's why if you are somebody who is praying with me and with, you know, many others in our faith and believing that God is still going to move on our behalf in some way. And again, we don't know the timing, you know, we don't know how God's going to move, but if, if you're part of that group, you've probably experienced more warfare and more pushback and uh, the enemy trying to put doubt in your mind and fear and depression, all these different feelings. 
that are spiritual attacks because the, he's literally trying to hit us with fiery darts right now because we're willing to stand. We're standing for the babies. We're standing for life. We're standing for our nation. We're standing for our future. We're standing for our, our, our children's future. And so uh, this is the spiritual battle of our lifetime. I, I really believe that. I've never seen such a such an intense spiritual battle. And just to simply say that I'm standing and praying, and I've mentioned this several times, you know, people are so angry that we're even just praying and believing that God could possibly do something here. And I'm not making any, you know, conspiracy theory claims or, you know, trying to unpack the hows or, you know, sometimes I'll mention certain things that are here and there that just are a little bit interesting or, you know, some kind of anomaly or something that might come up that I think is a good data point. You know, I'll share that on social media or sometimes I'll share it on the show. But literally what we're doing as Remnant Warriors, we're just simply saying we believe that God can intervene on our behalf. There's a historical precedent. We've seen it in the word of God in multiple instances. And when the people of God come together and we repent and we turn from our wickedness and we're willing to stand for righteousness and pray and fast and seek the Lord, God is known to move in those times. So that's what we're believing. We believe in the word of God. We believe what it says. Uh, we believe in the precedent of what the, you know, the word of God has shown us in the past. And we believe that God is willing to move. And I think he's going to. I keep feeling in my spirit that it's going to be such a powerful awakening moment for our nation that people are going to be dancing in the streets at what God has done. I really believe that. But, but the thing is, is that even in the midst of all that, I'm still praising God right now through this storm. And I would encourage you to do the same. Don't get discouraged. Uh, I had Kirk Cameron on the show yesterday. I don't know if you had a chance to listen to it, but he had a really good philosophy and outlook on this. But he said, look, they're going to do a bunch of really um, disheartening things in the first 100 days of the Joe Biden presidency. He says, but why can't people of God also do something very powerful in the 100 days and, and have a revival and, and pray? And we even talked, Kurt and I talked about uh, possibly getting together at the end of the 100 days down in Pismo Beach and having a, a big, uh, you know, campfire on the beach with thousands of people. And I don't see why we can't do that. So, you know, we're looking forward to some of these things, how God's going to move, how he is moving in different places around the country. You know, he's doing a new thing in our, you know, he's, he's, he's filling up remnant churches. He's awakening people that have been prodigals, that have been away from the faith. He's, he's also um, introducing Jesus Christ and the gospel and his Holy Spirit to people that have never known him. And you may be one of those new people that just recently has come to know Jesus. And I'm so excited you're here because you've made the best decision that you'll ever make in your life, walking away from darkness and walking away from a lifestyle of sin into the light and the life that is Jesus Christ, which is the best decision that I ever made. And it's the best decision that you'll ever make. So now here we are, you know, and I want to tell you, I have a lot of conversations throughout the day people from all different uh, walks of, of the Christian circles, from media people to uh, people that have radio programs to big influencers and movers and shakers and people behind the scenes in the Christian world. And I have to tell you, I'm encouraged to hear some of the conversations that for the first time I've seen a little bit more talk about uh, coming together as a body of Christ and uh, being synergistic, you know, instead of operating in our separate silos and kind of like this church is here and that church is there and this denomination is here and that denomination is there. This is a time where we really need to come together as people of God. This should be an awakening moment. And we're standing, we're still believing that God is going to do something powerful. But in this moment right now, no matter what happens, we need to understand who we are as the body of Christ. We need to be the head, not the tail. We, we can't be operating in defense all the time. We have to start operating in offense. And we have to know we're the sleeping giant. We've been awakened now. 
And it is not going to go back to the way it was before. I know that the Democrats and the deep state and the, you know, all the different cancel people that want to cancel Christians and tell us we're hate groups and we're horrible people because we love Jesus and we love people. Somehow that's horrible. So, you know, we, we have smiles on our faces. We're happy because we have the joy of Jesus. You know, God forbid we have that, right? So, you know, they're trying to cancel us. They're trying to uh, call us out and say that we're some type of, you know, hate group or whatever. But the bottom line is, is that there's a lot of us and that's what they're really afraid of. And not only is there a lot of us, but we are empowered and strengthened, not only in our faith, but by the power and authority of Jesus Christ, that when we walk in a room, literally the atmosphere changes. Think about this. When you spend time with Jesus and you walk in the room, literally because you're filled with the Holy Spirit, the atmosphere changes. And when you think about millions of Christians that, that are now engaging more in their faith. Maybe you haven't in the past. Maybe you, you know, you didn't spend a lot of time in devotional time. Maybe you didn't spend a lot of time in the word, but now you're doing it with your family. So God has used this situation as horrible as it is using it for his glory to turn it around so that the church awakens. And all of a sudden we understand who we are. We're going back to understanding our foundations understanding who we are in Jesus, what we're able to accomplish, what we're able to do, that we're able to move mountains on, on, on the behalf of Jesus. You know, he says he'll move a mountain on our behalf. Um, so we can move that mountain with the faith of a mustard seed. And so instead of, I'm, I turned off the mainstream news. I don't listen to the prophets of Baal. And I know many of you are doing the same thing. We're turning off the prophets of Baal. We're turning off that we're stepping out of their matrix. We're stepping out of their false reality. We're stepping out of the deception and we are awake and we're sober-minded and God is giving strategy. I, I guarantee you there's people listening to this program right now that God has given strategy to recently. Listen, do what God, if God is telling you to do something, do it. He's empowering you. He's giving you new ideas. He's he, he. So we can either just go to sleep in this time and say, oh, we're defeated. We're done. Or we can get up and say, you know what? I'm going to be productive. I'm going to use the authority. It doesn't matter what's going on. I mean, it does matter what's going on in DC. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, what we can do in our church, what we can do in our community, what we can do right now for the kingdom of God is enough. It's more than enough to change this culture. And that's what we're going to do. So we, I'm excited because for the first time, I'm hearing people talking about healing, you know, healing and laying hands on the sick and, and actually believing that God can do it. What a concept that God can heal a blind person, that God can heal cancer, that God can heal diseases and uh, depression and addictions and all kinds of vices that people have, lifestyles of sin that they've embraced. But if you come to Jesus, we're seeing people healed. We're seeing people set free. What a concept. That's what the Bible says. So this is stuff that we've heard about in other countries that's happened maybe, you know, to missionaries out in Uganda or missionaries out in, you know, wherever they are, somewhere in, in a remote place in the world, in Africa or in, you know, Asia or whatever. But all of a sudden, this is going to happen in the United States because now we understand, look, we either go back to our roots and, you know, we fall back in love with Jesus and we embrace who he is and our identity in him or we get taken over and we live in a, a tyranny. We live in a, a communist nation. And I know many people want me to dwell on all the negative news and all the bad things, but I'm going to tell you, the Bible says, okay, do not be conformed to things of this world, be transformed by the renewing of our mind. It also says like, don't dwell in that negative world. Like don't dwell in that place because that's who you will be. 
It will come out of you. If you're listening to Fox News all day or CNN or MSNBC or all the fake news outlets and the mainstream outlets that are just constantly spewing the same talking points, my goodness, by the time you get to dinner with your family, you're going to have so much negative information just living in you, you know, that that's, that's what's going to come out of you because that's where you've been living. You've been living in that place. So what God is teaching us to do in this time is to turn those off, like literally turn off the spigot of the mainstream news, just turn it off because there's nothing good that you're going to get out of it right now. I know when we were younger, we wanted to be informed. I, I remember I, when I started listening, the 24 hour news started coming out. It was way back in like the first Iraq war. Uh, I remember I started listening to the news, you know, and then that was when Fox kind of got bigger and it just went more and more and more from there. And so I lived in that because I thought I was doing my, my due diligence as a Christian, and as a citizen, to be an informed person. And it wasn't until many years later that God showed me that a lot of that was propaganda. A lot, a lot of that was being used to influence the way that I looked at the world and my worldview. And so what God is doing now is he's exposing. Look what he just exposed. He exposed the election was a fraud. Now we know that there's massive voter fraud. Now we know that these machines are flipping votes. Now we know that there's massive mail-in uh, voter fraud and there's, and there's ballot harvesting that's happening outside of California. It's happening in many different places around the country. And we're seeing all these different things that are happening. That's just in that one area, voting. voting. So what can we do? We can pray that there's justice. We can push back and, and call our local representatives. We can, uh, you know, watch how, you know, we can get active in, in the community and in, in leadership and, and actually be the church, meaning to go out and, and to be the church, not only in the inside of the four walls, but outside. So many people are going to start being poll watchers now. Many people in the Christian community are anointed to run for office. They have a governmental anointing. Um, some of us are meant to be in touch with our representatives and to be activists and to inform other people. So all these different callings are now coming into being just in that one silo, just in that one area. People are being awakened. Think of how many more people are awake now than just a year ago, right? Now there's people that just a year ago, if you would have told them that there's a satanic rituals that happened during the Super Bowl halftime show, they would have looked at you and called you a conspiracy theorist. I'm telling you right now, folks, you know how many people reach out to me now and say, Pastor Todd, you were right. There are satanic rituals that are going on at the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, because it's all part of the programming. It's all part of the agenda. So think about it. More and more people wake up. The governmental silo. That's just one. Okay, let's go into the in the schools now. What are people doing with the schools? Well, we're realizing that the schools are basically discipling our kids for satanic stuff. They're they're telling them that they can be all these different genders and you know all these different satanic um, you know programs that are being pushed on them. And unfortunately, so there's options as, as Christians, we can inform our children, we can disciple them ourselves, which we should be doing anyways. We can tell them that these are lies from the pit of hell. We can educate them on the truth and the Bible and, you know, give them, uh, you know, actually be a parent to them and, you know, show them, you know, raise them in the ways of the Lord, right? So we can push back. So even if they're in school, we can do those things. Or there's some people that are deciding, you know what, I'm going to homeschool my kids. Or I'm going to find a Christian school that actually is standing by the word of God. And that's where I'm going to send my kids. So there's different things that we're doing in that silo. That's the silo of education. Um, Kirk Cameron talked about it yesterday. Going back to the source documents, you don't even have to believe these textbooks because we know many of these textbooks are compromised. I mean, look at Howard Zinn and all the lies that he's uh, tried to push on us in the textbooks. And, and so, so, you know, we have to look at the source documents, go back to actually studying uh, history and being a student of history and, and not just listening to what the school is teaching your children or teaching you. 
And that goes with the colleges is the same thing. These are propaganda. They've been taken over, unfortunately. And so uh, what's happened is, is that, you know, they, they're now uh, discipling our children. We need to take that back and say, no, we're not going to let the schools and the colleges disciple our children. We're going to disciple our children. We're going to be godly parents and we're going to teach them according to the way of God and his word. And so um, whether you send them to homeschool, whether you send them to a Christian school, whether you send them to public school, I'm not here to judge or condemn you, but no, no matter what, any of those situations, we need to be involved in their life. We need to be parenting them. We need to be watching what they're looking at online. Uh, we need to be wise and, and, our, and we can't just give them a cell phone and just tell them to go on there and, and do all that. You know, we got to watch what they're looking at. We got to watch their social media, who they're interacting with, what kind of friends they're hanging out with, all this stuff. So that's another area that we've wakened up, awakened right? So what about food? People are starting to understand there's GMOs, there's GMOs in the food. There's these, these companies like Monsanto and big pharma and big corporations that are, that are wanting us to get vaccinated. Look, I'm not against all vaccines, but I'll tell you, when you start talking about 30 something vaccines in the schedule, that's too many because God didn't make a mistake. Okay. He, he made us fearfully and wonderfully in his image. So when you're starting to take this little precious baby, you know, and then now you got to put all these chemicals in that baby. I don't think that's God. I don't think that's something that we're meant to do as Christians. So we need to educate ourselves on the vaccines, educate ourselves on the food. Are we going to give them fast food every single day? I know it's less expensive and, you know, it's very expensive to buy food, but you know, there's still ways you can go to Trader Joe's or different places that have more healthy food that you can make at home. Or, um, you know, I'm just giving an example, but you know, there's many different things. We can grow our own food. We can grow organic food. You know, we can, we can, um, shop and be wise no matter where we shop and buying better food that's consumable than than all just the gmos and the you know the horrible stuff that we're putting in our body that that has a propensity to cause higher cancer rates and uh you know higher heart attacks and, and heart conditions and all these different things so th there's another silo so we've talked about three silos already we've talked about education we've talked about the media we've talked about schools we talked about health so these are all ways that we can push back and change things now. And I haven't even got into the other silos yet. I mean, it just keeps going. You know, what we're purchasing, our purchasing power. Are we going to companies that, that are supporting anti-Christian values? Are we looking those things up? I'll tell you, you can go to secondvote.com and you can look at what company is supporting what. Secondvote.com. It's 2ndvote.com. It's a, a friend's company. And, and they'll show you what, what, uh, what, they're, you know, what these companies are supporting. You know, you can help us at the Religious Liberty Coalition. You can become a member of the Religious Liberty Coalition. Your, your church, your ministry, your Christian business, become a member. Go to rlcus.org. This isn't a big commercial, but we're creating solutions so that we can push back. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm an actionable guy, and I believe many of you are actionable as well. People come to me every day and they say, Pastor Todd, what can I do? What can I do? And so I'm giving you resources. I'm giving you opportunities here. I'm bringing this to the table because it's time that we become actionable. It's time that we actually do what we have talked about for many, many years. And unfortunately, it took us to this, this you know, literally being at the 1259, uh, you know, hour, you know, where our nation is literally about to be lost to communism. Um, and, and I still believe that we can get this back, but it's going to take an all out effort now now, I believe the Lord's going to intervene. The biggest thing that we can do is be praying and fasting and do what 2 Chronicles 7.14 says, which is to humble ourselves and seek the face of the Lord and repent, turn from our, our wicked ways. So what does that look like? Well, let's talk about the church silo. How many churches became seeker friendly? Now, there's nothing wrong with being seeker friendly. I get the concept, 
But the, the problem is when you give up teaching big portions of the Bible, and I know many pastors that have done this, where you just simply don't teach on these topics, even though it's in the Bible, because you're afraid that people are going to stop coming or stop tithing. And I understand that it, trust me, I get the pressure. We have a small ministry that has major, you know, uh, financial challenges at times where we need resources. And that's why sometimes I ask, like, can you please help us? I, you say, go to toddcoconado.com slash donate. If, if this ministry is blessing you, please help us financially because we are the underdog. We're the little guy. We're the David versus Goliath. But why do I do it every day? I do it every day because I feel like momentum is the wind is at our back. It's gaining. It's growing. There's more and more people joining the 300. There's more and more people that are becoming remnant warriors. What does that mean? That just means people are hungry for truth and they want to see action and they want to see people standing up and they want to save our country and they want to, you know, you know, give this nation to our children and not give them some horrible, you know, despicable nation full of corruption and, and all kinds of wickedness. But that's what we've seen, unfortunately, is we have been headed down that because a small group of people have been bullying us and keeping us on defense. And so we haven't been able to go on the offense, but we are the, the majority. We are the, the big group that if we wake up and understand how powerful we are, then we can push back. And not only can we push back, we can take this thing back for the kingdom of God. We can take this thing back for freedom. We can take this thing back for our nation and we can see a true victory. And so I'm encouraged because every day of my life, I'm out there, and this is not to brag, but I just want to be actionable. I'm out there thinking of solutions, thinking of opportunities that we can do, ways that we can overcome, ways that we can push back. I will not, I refuse to be just uh, accepting this captivity. I refuse to just end up being a prisoner here. I fought too long and too hard. God has done way too much in my life. I am not going to give up that easy. I'll tell you. And I know you're not either. That's why you're a remnant warrior. That's why you're listening to this broadcast. So be encouraged because not only are we just preaching the truth, not only are we standing for the truth, but we're actually going to do we're actionable. We're saying, okay, here's what you can do. Here's how you can help. Here's how you can go to your community, in your own family, you know, just in your block where you live, wherever you live. If you live in an apartment, a condo, you live in a house, the people that live around you, imagine what you can do if you get out your house and you meet those people. Because I know in California, we barely even knew our neighbors. So you got to get out and, and meet the people first. And then not only that, but, but start knowing them, like become a, a, a force in their life. If they're living in sin, you know, be that shining example, the salt and the light. You don't have to preach to them every day, but just show them Christ by living and showing how you live. And, and, and we don't always have to say something. Sometimes it's just in our actions and what we do, but God will open divine appointments and uh, opportunities for you to also speak to them when they're in. There's a lot of people that are in so much need right now. My gosh. Every single day, people write me and tell me about all the different things that are going on in their life. You know, they're having uh, medical issues or financial issues or depression or, you know, all different types of things, marital issues. These are open doors, saints. These are open doors that maybe in the past we would have overlooked. But now that we've taken on the remnant 300, now that we understand who we are and identity in Christ, we're meant to change this. We're being the church. It, this gives us an opportunity to pray, to get people saved, to get them on fire for God. You know, tell them your testimony. Tell them what God's done in your life. Talk to them about all these different things that we've talked about today. And, and this is going to empower you so that when you wake up in the morning, literally the enemy's like, oh my gosh, they're awake. You know, like he knows you're awake because he's threatened by you. And yes, there's going to be some warfare. I'm not going to lie to you, but you know what we can overcome? I overcome the warfare. When we look at some big bill that comes our way or we, you know, what we do, we pray and we say, Lord, you know, the, 
the need here. Send the financial need, the blessings that we need. Or, or you know, maybe it's somebody trying to smear me or attack me. Lord, we, I know this person trying to attack me, but we just pray in Jesus' name that you turn their heart around. You know, that, that, that they get diverted or, you know, go on to someone else or, you know, they don't attack us any longer, Lord, that you bind the enemy in this situation. And then guess what happens? It goes away because we're victorious in Jesus Christ. It's amazing what God does. He responds to our prayers, not always how we think he will, but he responds to our prayers. This is how we're going to win, saints. So it's like, you got to, we got to pick ourselves up from this time of, of, I know so many people are feeling this like heaviness. Trust me, if you're watching the mainstream news and you're living in that place, you're going to feel that heaviness. Okay. If you're listening to the prophets of Baal, if you're sitting and you're living in that existence, but if you come out of that and you, you understand your identity, instead of spending that time on Fox news or whoever you're going to watch, spend the time in the word of God, spend the time in worship, spend the time listening to broadcasts like this and get empowered and get strengthened and then go out there and be the person that you're meant to be because God has so much for you every single day. He'll give you divine appointments and encounters, just miracles, things that he'll do that you're like, wow, how did I even get in touch with this person? Or how did this even happen? This is what he does in my life. And I'm telling you, he'll do the same for you. I'm just telling you what's happened to me. It's literally my story. I watch it every single day. This is what goes on. We wake up in the morning. God opens up some door, does something crazy. It's like, wow, every single day. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I just can't even imagine what he does. But every day he does this because you know why? I simply show up and say, use me, Lord, send me, I'll go. And that's what he needs from us. So be encouraged today. I know you want me to tell the news and it's like, we can talk about the news. Don't get me wrong. But you know, at the end of the day, I don't want to live in this. I don't want to dwell in all their muck and mire that they're sending us. We got to think of solutions. We got to think of answers. We got to think, and, and the answers are going to come from the Holy Spirit. Taking back this territory. What does it look like? Taking back this nation. What does it look like? What do we actually need to do, Lord? I mean, prayer is the most powerful weapon for sure. Prayer, fasting, but there's more too. There's action. You know, faith without works is dead. So God is calling us to specific things in this hour. This is remnant stuff. He's calling us to specific things in this hour so that we can be empowered. Maybe he's anointed you to stand for religious liberty. Maybe he's anointed you to, you know, help mentor kids. Maybe he's anointed you to watch kids and that's your ministry. Maybe he's, you know, giving you a couple kids and that's your ministry, being a parent, you know, teaching them. There's so many different things. You go to work, you say, well, Todd, you know, I go to work. It's a boring job. But do you work with people? Because those are divine appointments waiting to happen. You know, I work at a gym. Well, great. So go to the gym and be the light. You know, God will turn that gym into a ministry. This is what he's doing right now because people are so hungry for God. Does that make sense? So I will tell you the news and that's what we are. We're the remnant news. But this is the news today. The news is to get out there and be the best version of you and to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. In the meantime, we're praying that God is going to move on our behalf in this nation, turn the situation around for his glory. And we are going to be dancing in the streets. And I believe that wholeheartedly, but he needed to wake us up. And this is what he wants us talking about. So I just asked the Lord today. I said, Lord, empower me. Give me what you want me to talk about. This is what he had on, on my heart today. I hope it blesses you. We'll be back tomorrow. God bless you. And thank you for tuning in the show.